Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update on the 24th of March, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. This week, we're kicking off with an update on the policies regarding Ukrainian refugees. Recall that Spain was one of the first countries to adopt temporary residency permits for Ukrainian people. Well, the government has opened four reception facilities in Madrid, Barcelona, Alicante, and Malaga. They have also improved the system for processing identification documents, which was crumbling due to an overwhelming influx of people. New system developed specifically for Ukrainians fleeing the war and displaced Ukrainians already in Spain before the war broke out is supposed to be processing documents within 24 hours. Four reception facilities are dealing specifically with the influx. The problem is that you have to call a line that is always busy. And if you get through, you schedule an appointment at one of these centers. They're not just walk-ins. A week ago, they were giving appointments within a week. Now, they're giving appointments in July. But anybody with a Ukrainian passport can get free national health care. Second week of the transportation strike is still ongoing. In the hope of ending it, the government agreed to pay up to 500 million euros in diesel relief to aid the transport sector on Monday, the 21st of March. However, the unions did not take the offer. Although the strike is said to only affect a minimal number of truck drivers, traffic disruptions across the country have been substantial. Many factories and companies had to close up shop due to lack of resources to deliver goods produced. Tensions are rising. The government has deployed over 20,000 police officers to ease the disagreements. It has been alleged that many truck drivers have been subject to violent behavior. Friday the 18th, protesters threw burning tires onto a motorway in northwest Spain in the early morning hours. Some drivers have reported violence and damage for continuing to work. Amidst the national protests and strikes on Wednesday the 23rd, bus and taxi drivers joined forces and staged protests in Barcelona because of the escalation of fuel prices. The national strikes are taking their toll on many sectors, and on Friday the 18th, supermarket giant Little had to shut two shops in Gijón, Asturias, because of disrupted supply chain. Though the two branches were able to open back up the next day, Things are looking rocky. On Tuesday, the 22nd, dairy giant Danone also announced that it may have to pause distribution and activity at its plants in Madrid, Barcelona, Alicante, and Valencia if agreements are not made between the protesters, supporting unions, and the government by the end of the week. Now let's hit the road and look at some new traffic laws that came into force on Monday, the 21st of March. The long-awaited traffic reform law will see drivers across Spain penalized with a stricter approach to safety on roads and distractions. Among the many changes, the reform targets mobile devices when driving, and if caught, drivers could face six points taken off their license and a 200 euro fine. In Spain, drivers have 12 points on their license, or eight for new drivers who have been on the road for less than three years, and eight points for previously suspended drivers. Spain is also focusing on the use of seatbelts. Failure to use one will result in a loss of up to four points on your license, and alcohol limits for anyone under 18 have been changed to zero. Anyone under 18 driving a vehicle, moped, motorcycle, bicycle, or electric scooter could face a 500 euro fine if any alcohol is detected in their system. The new traffic reform also includes rules for motorcycle and moped users. Now they will be required to wear a helmet and will lose four points from their license if stopped without one. Take a look at these rules if you spend any time in a motorized vehicle around Spain. 
Catalan capital on Monday, the 21st of March, Superior Court of Justice of Catalonia announced that they are going to repeal some restrictions applied to the Barcelona City Council's low emission zone, CBE scheme, which was implemented in January 2020. The scheme includes the municipalities of Barcelona, San Andrea de Besos, La Hospitalidad de Lobrigat, Espujes, and Cornelia, and is enforced Monday to Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Vehicles currently need to obtain a green level air quality label, DGT, to enter the low emission zone between Monday and Friday working hours with hefty fines for those who don't have it. The label classifies all vehicles according to their environmental impact. However, Representatives from the Platform for People Affected by the Circulatory Restrictions and members of the Association of Large Families of Catalonia have expressed that the DGT label makes for a rigid system and doesn't allow for alternatives. Also extremely difficult and expensive for owners to replace their vehicles in order to obtain the label. Also, the Court of Justice said that there was an evident lack of preparation before the scheme came into place and insufficient and incorrect data was used to support the move. Low emission zone is still in place. But with plans changing, let's see how it develops. Over the last week, Spain and Morocco have moved ever closer to finalizing Western Sahara's diplomatic status, which has long been a land of war disputes and autonomous uncertainty for the many decades since it was annexed by Morocco. This week, Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez has defended and expressed support for the Moroccan Autonomous Initiative in the region, causing a bit of upset in neighboring countries and the indigenous people, the Sahrawis, living in Western Sahara itself. In a letter to Moroccan King Mohammed VI, Sanchez expressed the importance of the Sahara issue for Morocco, stating that Moroccan oversight and control as the basis is the most serious, realistic, and credible for resolving the dispute. The change of stance comes as a shock for some in the government, as the previous position was that Morocco's grip on Western Sahara was an occupation rather than a sanctioned rule. Neighboring countries aren't 100% on board with the change, particularly Algeria. Pro-independence Algerian parties calling for a whole referendum to determine the future of Western Sahara. With world tensions pretty high right now, let's hope to see the issue and initiatives are worked out for the benefit of the countries and the Sahrawis. Longstanding pay struggle in Bilbao has ended after nine months of strikes by sanitary workers at the Guggenheim Museum. Workers have been striking every day for the last nine months because of discrepancies in pay, working conditions, and have been fighting for more stable contracts. However, on Tuesday, the 22nd of March, all involved signed and came to a consensus. The agreement will see a 20% progressive pay increase from 2024 onward, and part-time contracts will be scrapped. Now let's talk about the COVID-19 vaccination situ. In Spain, almost 85% of the population are now fully vaccinated against the coronavirus and over 50% received the booster jab. However, with the resurgence of cases worldwide, the idea of a fourth vaccination is now on the table. Currently, Spain's Ministry of Health only offers a fourth jab to those who have received transplants, are going through cancer treatment, or to people over 40 with Down syndrome. As crucial as the COVID-19 vaccination is, this fourth round of treatment isn't one that the World Health Organization or Spanish experts believe is necessary. No evidence has been shown to suggest that the additional booster would do any good, and the president of the Spanish Society of Immunology, Marcos Lopez Hoyos, has warned immunological fatigue could be a potential risk of overvaccination. The new Spanish HIPRA vaccine, ready to combat COVID-19, probably see what the government has planned relatively soon. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. You've been listening to us for a while and have added our updates to your weekly schedule. What would you change about them? What role do they play in your life? What do you like about listening to them? 
What do we have that other shows don't? What do we lack? Basically, we'd like to talk to you if you agree. Let us know by emailing us at spain at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at rorschach.spain and Twitter at rorschach.spain. Hasta la próxima.